Ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to Weebus Plebus. This is a show about anime and anime movies and just anything generally animated. We do talk about all of the things. This is episode one that yes. we are going through here. I am Mikey T. I am the Weeb. Across from me is Curb Stomp. Hello. He's the Plebe. I'm the Plebe. He doesn't watch anime and I grew up watching anime. Yes. And now we've decided to run a podcast Yeah. where we talk about anime. We watch anime, uh, a few here and a few there, and yeah. then we'll talk about it on this show. Yeah. It seemed like a good idea to get the, uh, like, uh, the, you know, the view from a Uber Weeb. And an uber plebe. Yes. What's a plebe? Uh, no one knows. But yeah, <laughs> I never. Yeah, plebeian. Oh, yeah, that's right. I never watched anime really at all growing up, which is weird because I love video games and I love like video game RPGs, which are totally like anime weeb shit. Well, at least we're back in the day where I just never could get into anime. I don't know if it was just because of the ones I was trying to watch or like whatever but i would always be like why is no nothing moving except their lips <laughs> or like you know why are they flying through the sky but nothing's happening it's just a static shot i was used to like american cartoons as a kid like roadrunner and all that stuff yeah, but when you watch some american cartoons they're like that as well yeah but they're not really like that like There'd be just like the vista in outer space where the spaceship is just a static shot of a spaceship that they drag across like a painted <laughs> background. And I'd just be like, why is there no like, I don't know. Yeah, but think about like Scooby-Doo and Yogi Bear and stuff yeah, like but that. that Hanna-Barbera like is like... Hanna-Barbera stuff. That's, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad too, but... Yeah, but they're churning out episode after episode after episode. Yeah. You got to be able to skip some... Uh, to keep the production up, you got to be able to skip yeah. some frames, you know? Yeah, it's true. And that's just like how they did it back then with anime is that, wow, they got to churn out these frames yeah. to keep their weekly schedule on. No, I, I get it for sure. But I don't know. It's just like also different... I guess when I was a kid, different styles of stories is like... Why is there no jokes? <laughs> like, why didn't that guy get hit in the head with a frying pan? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of what I was looking for. So I did watch some anime when I was a kid. Like, I really liked Astro Boy. Astro Boy was fantastic. I watched Astro Boy as a kid. My favorite episode was probably when Astro Boy found, like, the other Astro Boy family, but he couldn't stay with them. Like, he found, like, the robot Astro Girl and Astro Mom and Astro yeah. Dad. I remember that one vividly, but well, not vividly, I guess, is not a good idea to say because I don't remember it vividly. But that's like the only thing I remember from Astro Boy. Yeah. Was I like that episode. Uh, other than that, I didn't watch any anime, really. I remember in like high school or junior high, my friend would be like, oh, we're going to watch like this Japanese cartoon. It's banned in Canada, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> And then we'd watch it and it was like Vampire Hunter D and I would be like, this fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I hated this. So that was basically besides Pokemon, which I watched because it was Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't watch any anime really, except like in gaming. 
where it would be like anime cutscenes and shit. And then I'd watch it because it's like a game. I could watch anything in a game. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but your history with anime is more robust. Uh, it's, it's quite a bit more robust. So when I was growing up, my, uh, my mother and father were separated and at my mom's house, which was my primary residence, uh, we were not allowed to watch uh, violence or anything like that. Like oh, G.I. Yeah. Joe, no, couldn't watch any wow. of that kind of stuff, any of those cartoons. But if it came on Sunday, Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. you know, uh, on the local station, because we had two, because we were poor as frig. Yeah. Uh, I was allowed to watch, you know, whatever whatever was on there, because, you know, it was on TV, so yeah. I could watch it. And one of the things that came on during that time was Robotech. Yes. Which is like, they brought it over and, and westernized it a lot. But I fell in love with anime at that time. Yes. Like, I just, it was so good. Giant mm-hmm. mecha, yep. like, all crazy storylines, huge battles, like, yep. brilliantly animated. It's some of the episodes, anyway. And that, uh, that started my love for anime. Yeah. And when I would go to my father's place... We would go to the movie mart and just get all oh, rent yeah. a, rent an anime like every night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> every yeah, night yeah, I was yeah. there, and so I would, I would get uh, a lot of anime watching. And then, but it was really hard. Like the the, the anime selection wasn't no uh, great back you know? then. Like that was when it was called Japanimation. Yeah, still. it was called Japanimation yes. back then. So that was like you got what you got, and you couldn't even like buy anime. If yeah. you were like, I want to buy a VHS cassette of anime, that's a hundred dollars. Oh, it was so expensive to buy VHSs of anime, especially in Canada. It might yeah. have been cheaper in America and stuff like that, but like up here, like oh my god, you want to get one episode of an anime, fifty dollars, please. <laughs> so it was crazy. So that was as much anime as I could consume when yeah. it was renting movies, but it was all like westernized and yeah. stuff like that english and voiceover english voiceover like you weren't it was not remove it was the all boob sub. you don't yeah, see the boob remove all of that yeah and then in high school yeah like early early high school i was introduced to one of my uh i made friends with one of the guys and uh we went up to his place and his parents were uh, doctors and yeah. teachers and so he had all kinds of anime and so we were introduced to anime just straight from Japan. Oh yeah. So Battle Angel, uh, you know, Vampire Hunter D. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of other stuff like that. Uh, Riding Bean. Oh yeah. And so we were just, it was just mind blowing this <laughs> this stuff that was coming out. Well, and that was like kind of pre-internet times too, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. So it was like, times. what the fuck is this? I like don't internet know. was text based at that time. Yeah. Like we just had just gotten internet at the high school, and you would have to dial in and yeah. stuff like that, and it was just all text based. So you had no idea. Just pop no it in idea. and be like, what's what am I going to see today? Yeah, it was absolutely mind blowing because you're you know you grow up, you'd watch Disney, and it's yeah. like okay, well yeah, fairy tales, whatever. Yeah. But then there's this hardcore like dude driving like taking bullets to the face just yep. like spitting them back out and you're like oh my god yeah it was so high energy over everything else yep. that was out there that it was just like yeah this is it this is the the greatest stuff ever maybe that's why i didn't get into the animes like no one i knew also cared about anime yeah so like it was just like who like whatever <laughs> like the japanese cartoon it's like whatever i don't care i never had anybody that was into anime all my friends were into gaming and stuff like that, but no one was like anime ended up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not really many of my friends were into gaming at that time. Oh, yeah. We, uh, unless it was like Warhammer 40K. And, oh, yeah. And stuff like that. But and I was always the one that had like the PlayStation or, or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was probably one of the first ones out of my friend groups that had a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> my father went down to the States to pick it up. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I had Ridge Racer and wow. Battle Arena Toshinden. That's crazy. I know. Yes. But speaking of anime, a- Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that uh, that kicked off my love of anime. And uh, okay. I've been uh, watching it ever since. Not I've slowed down a little bit in the recent years just because uh, work. Uh, yeah, cetera, work and, and other things that I need to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've always been like, why? You know, people will be like, oh, I watch this anime, watch that anime. I'm like, why don't I like anime? Like, I always try to like, let me try it out again and be just like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough to get into when you're, uh, you're older. Yes. If you grew up with it, it's probably more palatable for you, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. that's the idea behind the show is just to see, you know. Yeah compare our uh, thoughts on anime as well as like see if I can <laughs> actually enjoy it yeah. or learn to enjoy it. Now, this episode is kind of a uh, it's kind of not really anime. No. Cuz it's it's uh you know, it's a westernized uh done by a uh, French company. French company. Yeah. So, but um, it is animation. Yeah. But you have a anime that you had watched recently? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So tell me about that. So I watch these and then uh, there's been a lot of on, you know, we stream on Twitch or whatever. And there's been a lot of like talk about the, you know, in some of these channels, they talk about anime and stuff. And for whatever reason, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch some one piece tonight. Let me check out this one piece. I hear a lot about it. It's popular. I don't know why. Like, I know there's like a thousand (laughs) fucking episodes. Like I'm ever going to watch. Yeah. It's one of those ones that's still ongoing. It's like, well, am I ever going to watch a thousand episodes of one piece? Like, why would I start with this like to watch? Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, okay, let me see what the deal is. And I fired up the first episode. The animation's fine. It looks good-ish, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, it's like a... I guess it's like a kid's show, more or less. I mean, I didn't really seem like it was like an adult show to me, really. Yeah. Um, But I know the main... I can't remember how to pronounce the main character's name. It's Luffy, maybe, or Luffy. I don't know. I can't remember. He's like Luffy <laughs> I Monkey. No I can't remember. Yeah. And uh, I made it like I I didn't watch the whole episode. I watched like maybe three quarters of it. And I didn't end it because it was like, oh, my God, I can't watch this anymore. I was kind of like, I'm tired. I got to sleep. Got to sleep. But uh, the main thing I came away from. Have you watched any One Piece? No. Okay. I was like the main character, like the monkey man, whatever. I'm like, he's like a bit of an asshole. (laughs) Like this is a kid that's like basically a slave to these pirates. Yeah. And he finds him in the ship and he's just like, the kid's like pouring his heart out. Like, I'm trapped. I can't do anything. I'm like, you know, they've kidnapped me or whatever. And he's just like, well, stop crying, you baby, and like do something about it. And it's just like, okay. All right. Maybe that's true. Maybe he should stop crying and do something about it. But it's just like, he's like a kid, like kidnapped by pirates. Like, (laughs) what is he going to do? Right. So it's like telling him to get on with it. You know, you're not going to be able to do anything unless you seize the day or whatever. But I was just like, man, he's acting like a pretty big asshole to him. The other thing, too, is like he's invincible. Like, I don't understand what the like how they could have a challenge to this guy. Maybe (laughs) it's like a Superman thing where it's like he has to deal with the other people around him who are not like invincible. But he just is like invulnerable. Yeah. And he's like rubber man and he's like his arms stretch out a fucking million miles and he 
just is like super strong and shit. And I just was like, well, what the fuck is going to challenge this guy? He wants to become the king of the pirates. Why doesn't he just say I'm the fucking king of the pirates, dude? Like the end. <laughs> but he's got to find the one piece or whatever. I don't know. So maybe it's improves along the way. But I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it's wackadoo is what you're saying, eh? But it wasn't annoying me like in a Trigun sense with the anime tropes. Yeah. Like Trigun's anime tropes really drove me wild when we watched that one. Yeah. So as a aside for new people here, we spun this show off of our existing podcast that we do that's video game based called the Stream Void Podcast. And initially when we started it, we had Weebus Weebus was a part of the podcast, but it was getting to be too much to have that in the show. Like the show was getting to be like three hours long. Yeah. So we're like, let's set it aside. We'll come back to it later. We set it up as a goal on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash stream void pod. And uh, we reached our goal. So we spun it off into its own bi-weekly show, basically. Yeah. So we have watched, I have watched some anime for proto Weebus Plebus in the past. <laughs> yes. So there has been stuff I've watched since then. But yeah, yeah, this game, this game, this show didn't really have like the anime tropes that I don't like, like the crying eyes and the well, nosebleeds and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say you should check it out. You would probably enjoy it. Yeah, probably. But it's a thousand episodes. Yes, it is. So and it's like it's ongoing. Too. Yeah. So it's, it, they haven't finished it. It's over a thousand episodes. Yeah. I mean, uh, so is, I don't know how many episodes Dragon Ball is or the Dragon Ball it's Z gotta or be all a lot, those. man. But Dragon Ball was like a lot of a lot of seasons and then dragon ball z was yeah. a lot of seasons there's dragon ball gt dragon ball yeah. kai dragon ball super and the newest one i don't know what the newest one is yeah but it's still it's still going yeah and uh there's a lot of episodes so yeah i don't know if uh if uh one piece is the same where they have differently named seasons and I eras don't in their think time or so if it's all the same. i think it's just one like series that's yeah. a thousand episodes yeah. long so that's crazy. Yes. It's a lot of episodes. So. <laughs> Anyway, this episode, we are talking about Arcane. Now, yes. Arcane is not an anime in the no. traditional sense. It is influenced by anime. Yes. You can tell that. But it's mostly a westernized uh, story narrative thing with a really unique uh, 3D plus 2D 
animation style. Yes. So like mo- the majority of it's 3D, but then some of the shading, some of the effects, yes. and some of the other stuff is all 2D. Now this, it was first aired in 2021 and it was created by a uh, French animation studio, Fortiche. Yes. Which was founded in 2009. Yeah. Now, mostly they did TV commercials and music videos. Yep. And when I was doing the research on this, I was like, they did a, a couple of the gorillas yeah, videos. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because some of those gorilla videos yeah. are like kind of the same like 2D art style that they use in yeah. here. And then they also did the video for KDM's Pop Stars. I, is that a... I KDM w- is... Uh, uh, they're the League of Legends band. Oh, and so that's okay. a that's a K-pop okay. pop stars. All right, <laughs> that makes sense. And then. so that was for Riot Games. Yeah, of course. Uh, 2013, they produced the Rabbids Invasion series for Netflix and Nickelodeon. Okay, and uh, there were they had another small animation uh, project under their belt, but I can't remember what the hell the name is. I was I had not seen it, so okay. I didn't I didn't include it. Uh, Arcane. Took six years to make. So that's from like concept to delivery. Yeah. That's not like include. They weren't animating for six years. No. They were like, we're going to make an anime. Let's work it out. Figure out the yeah. story. Write yeah. it all up. Get the production going and make the show. Yeah. In that time, their staff grew from 11 to 300 people. Yeah. The multiple studios were set up to help them with this animation. Uh, and their budget from Netflix or whoever or Riot was uh, somewhere between 60 and 80 million euro. For the season. For the season, yeah. And they banked about 16.7 million. I, I mean, think is what this said. is the kind of thing where League of Legends makes so much fucking money oh, yeah. that they want to expand out and get other shit going. They'll throw their League of Legends money to get make it done right. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're not wanting to like cheap out and just do it to do it. Yeah. They want to expand out here. So that's oh, yeah. well, they, they did it right, basically. Yeah. And then this year, Riot Games invested heavily in uh, the Fortiche Productions and now owns a major stake. Well, it makes sense. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, did a well, they did a, a good job on this because oh. it's won like lots of awards. And yeah. It's, like that. it's been nominated for many awards and it's won 16 of, of the accolades. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, Arcane was the most watched show when it came out on Netflix. And it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 100%? 100% on wow. Rotten Tomatoes, That's yeah. Crazy. Is that critic review or? That's critic review. Wow. Yeah. Um, I wonder what was else was out at Netflix on that time. If it was a slow month in November 2021 or what? Um, because it'd be interesting to see what it's up against, you know? Oh, like, yeah, for if sure. If it was like nothing else came out. So, yeah, of course, it's number one. Or if it's like, oh, it came out against like... Stranger Things season two or something like that, you know, and then it's like, holy shit, it beat out that like that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but I mean, being the most watched show on Netflix is a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this was uh, directed by Pascal Charu, who is the co-founder of Fortiche and Arnaud Delord, who is the creative director at Fortiche. Oh, yeah. Uh, Written by there are four main writers, Christine Link, which who is the creative director of Riot works there oh, and yeah. it was also one of the songwriters and producers before being the creative director okay ash barnan which is an who is an ex uh, pixar director and animator uh connor shishi shihi shihi yeah who's a senior narrative writer at ryan games and alex e who who is one of the creative designers and has worked for riot since 2009 okay so it's a it's Oh yeah, everyone who's written the story was has been with Riot for a quite a long time, which is good because oh yeah, if you look at when they bring out outside people to do it, sometimes it usually gets messed up. Well, like yeah, they do. They kind of don't 
they strip out parts that you don't think are necessary but are necessary or add parts that sort of tear down what you're going for like the master chief show where he's like having a like committing war crimes but having sex with a captive and stuff like that <laughs> it's kind of like well, first of all why is the master chief's helmet off <laughs> Don't take the Master Chief's helmet off. Like, what the hell? So, it's good when they're like, know about what they're dealing with anyways. Yeah. Uh, a couple of notable voice actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. Haley Steinfield, who voices Vi. She also plays Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. Yeah. Uh, is the voice of Gwen Stacy in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. And is also the lead in uh, Transformers Bumblebee movie. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we also have J.B. Blanc. Okay. Who uh, is the voice of Vander? He also voices Brom in Rune Terra, and is also the voice actor for Caustic in League of Legends. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He also was in an episode of Breaking Bad as one of the teachers. Oh, weird. Because I thought, no, wait, not Vander. It was um, Claygor. I thought was voiced by a guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Crazy. And then we have Mick Wingert, who is the voice of Heimerdinger. This guy's uh, voice acting chops is, is fairly uh, extensive. He did many voices in the Kung Fu Panda animated series and uh, a couple of voices in Attack on Titan. And is also the voice of Tony Stark and Iron Man from the What If series and Avengers Assemble. Oh, crazy. And uh, those are the only four people I... So the one that you didn't put here, maybe not for you, but the voice of the guy was Jace, I think. Yep. Is that his name? I looked through his... He was on True run. Blood. Oh, so, okay. Like I was like, oh yeah, he was uh, the dude on True Blood. I can't remember his character name, but he was like, uh, I think Lafayette's boyfriend or yeah. something like that. So I knew him from True Blood. So yeah, so I he was, stood out to me. I was looking through the voice actors to see if anyone had played the voice in the video game, uh, and JB Blanc is the only one I could find that really played one of the voices from the video games. And he, it, but it's not okay. you know he plays Brom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, that was the thing too with me. For I've never played League of Legends. You've played a lot of League of Legends. Oh yeah, in the I, past. Yeah, in in the past, I played a lot of League of Legends. I started when it was still in beta. Yeah. So. so I've never played League of Legends. So like as we're watching this show, like maybe Mikey T knows, I don't want to know, but Oh, this guy's in the game yeah, as a character, or yeah. a, a hero or whatever. Yeah. Whereas for me, I don't know anyone. So like anyone could possibly be a new character they created for the show that is going to die or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, it's kind of like when you watch Obi-Wan Kenobi and it's like, well, I know Obi-Wan's going to live. I know <laughs> Leia's going to live. Yeah. And I know Luke's going to live. And I know like, you know, X, Y, and Z are all going to live. So you kind of like don't have the sort of like, uh, you know, suspense about it. Whereas in this one, it's like, is Vi a real character? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what could happen to her? I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess I won't spoil that for you then. Or yeah, please who's, don't. Who's real characters please and who's don't. not. Uh, unless, I definitely know all the real yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the I mean, Sorry, go ahead. The first time I was watching this, I was like, oh my God, I wonder when they're going to get the things. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, who, that's who's, I'm trying to figure out who everyone turns into well, if they turn into somebody. Yeah. So like now we've watched the first three episodes. I, I'm pretty sure like, okay, I guess Clay Gore is not a character in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, like I kind of know a few things now, but uh, yeah, it's interesting anyways that way. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I will say when I first started the show up, first of all, I thought it was an anime. I thought it was going to be an anime, like traditional hand-drawn anime. Yep, yep. 
So when it started up and it was CGI, I just was like, oh, no, I'm not interested in this at all now. But that was my first impression. As the first thing rolled, I was like, oh, this is like Dragon's Dogma again. Yeah. Which was not good. <laughs> so that was my first impression of the show when we fired it up anyways. Yeah. A little bit of synopsis on the show. Yes. Is the, admits the escalating unrest between the rich utopian city of Piltover and its seedy oppressed underbelly of Zaun. Sisters Vi and Jinx find themselves on op- opposing sides of a brewing conflict over clashing convictions and arcane technologies. Yes. So I should have led with that. Should have led with that? <laughs> should have led with that at the start. That's okay. Yeah. Um. So before we even get into the whole thing of like background and stories or whatever or what's going on i will say this this like show does a very good job of like you you know you can think back to what you've seen in the past and be like oh yeah i understand how this connects whereas in other shows i'll be like what what's how did this happen here like what's going on yeah like at the start of this first episode as we get into episode one we know everything's fucked up the city's on fire. It opens up basically with Vi and what's her Powder. name? Powder. They're together and you find Vander. Yeah. Xander? Vander. Vander. That's, you know, that's the first thing you see is basically them yeah, you, connecting. Yeah. And you see uh, some adults dead yeah. on the floor and you can, you instantly you know can that tell, that's their like, parents. That's yeah. pow- Vi, Vi and Powder. So parents. the only thing that's like, I'm kind of like, what's going on here is like, did vander <laughs> like did he kill their parents yeah that's one of the things they don't make too clear is yeah. did vander kill their parents because he's just like wailing on something on the ground yeah. and then it like pulls back and then it pans to the parents so, it's like what yeah it's like what is going on here so i'd have to think that he didn't do it otherwise yeah. why the fuck would they go with them or whatever but um that was the first sort of scene in the in the show and it was kind of a you know set the tone for Oh, this isn't really a kids. <laughs> this isn't really a kids show here. It is definitely not. So. Was that in the like there's two sort of cities here. There's the above city where like the elites live. Yeah, there's the yeah, there's the uh like the uh South Shore. Yeah, and the North Shore. Okay. <laughs> so did this section was this under was this in the down or was this above? Do we know? That's the bridge that connects the two. Okay. So there's a I I believe it's laid out that the bridge goes into the city uh-huh. and it's it's like the back way bridge. OK, but it's the way to get to the city from the underbelly of the okay, city. So they don't was... really make it very clear because a lot of the uh, geographical locations they visit are kind of confusing. Yeah, especially when uh, the elevator goes down and they're in the city like what isn't that supposed to be like across a bridge? Yeah, thing. I, I, I couldn't tell what was going on. I just assumed it was like you know, just Final Fantasy 7 style where you're like, the elites are 
above and then you're below yeah. underneath in the like they're, scrap yeah it, they're above but then they're also parallel and also below okay i think there's a there's a river that bridge goes under and underneath the river there's still the slums and then still slums uh, uh the other way on huh. the other side as well yeah it's a little whatever yeah a little weird that way yeah so yeah we cut to uh the kids being uh more grown up yes by and powder and we get introduced to milo and claygore yes and they're off on a heist because they're you know they're just street kids yes. kind of and they need to uh rob people to make a living well well not they're really. not really you they, don't really know that you don't though. know at this point that they're doing this like they're doing a job but they're they're like they're not supposed to be doing this yeah it kind of implies that they're like they just do this to survive, but then we find out later it's like they did this on their own because yeah. they think like, hey, we're tough and big and strong enough, we'll <laughs> yeah. do it on our own. <laughs> uh, so they break into like someone's lab laboratory, basically. Yeah, and they're you know robbing the place, taking the whatever they can find. Yeah, and uh, Powder finds these very shiny gems. That yep. she's like, I'm going to take these boys. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know too. No one knows about what they're taking. They're just like, fuck it. Just take it. Right. Yeah. So she sticks them in her pouch. Yeah. Rather than everything else sort of goes into like the uh, the loot satchel that they're carrying. Yeah. And and as she's as she's in that room taking this, the little gem things, the owner starts to come home and is like, hey, hey. hey. And so Powder jams everything in her pockets and just starts running. Yep. But one of the crystals escapes yep. and starts bouncing down the hallway towards one of the walls. Yep. And the more it bounces, the more energy it starts to emit until it eventually blows the entire apartment apart. Yeah. They blow up the apartment. They get out. And they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We've caused some mayhem. <laughs> so they're on the run back to... Uh, Zwan? Zon, yeah. Zon. Yeah, the Piltover Enforcers, who are essentially the police force, mm -hmm. are chasing them the entire time. They're just like, uh, you know, just like redcoats. Yeah. Redcoats with rifles. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they're chasing them the entire time. They got these little balls that they throw that are kind of like bolos. Yeah. They explode into bolos and try and catch people. But they, uh, you know, the kids manage to get out of there, break up steam pipe and get out in the steam. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Then they get to this little elevator or no, they don't. Not yet. They uh, they come across Deckard and his thugs. They're like, who is uh, he's just like a teen from like the uh, or an adult. I don't know what he is. I mean, I think he's probably a teen. He's yeah. like their rival, basically. Yeah. And they uh, he's like, oh, hey, here you did a job. Yeah. 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 Well, they're give like your stuff. the word has got around. There was a big explosion. Oh, yeah. In Piltover or whatever. Is that what it's called? Piltover? Yeah. Piltover. And uh, it's got back like, hey. You know, something was going on. What'd you guys do? And they're like, oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they got a big sack of loot. And uh, he's like, well, like, this is my road. So I guess you owe me a little cut to go through here. And they're yeah. like, nah, fuck that. I'm not giving you shit, man. <laughs> so they get into a rumble and this fucking rumble. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this was brutal. This sets the this rumble here sets the stage for all the fights that are that are up and yeah. coming. Just like brutal, crazy. like slow mo punch to the head and oh, yeah. blood squirting out. <laughs> they don't pull any punches. They're like, "You're a chick. That's okay. Punch yep. to the face." Um, but they send powder on the run with the the loot. They're yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here with the loot." Yeah. So she's like, "All right." So they're scrapping to distract. She's running away, but one sets chase to follow her down. Yeah. Um. She tries to use her little tinker toy to protect her, but her little she's like a tinkerer or something like that. Yeah, I don't she's know. she likes she likes to tinker. She's making bombs and stuff yeah. like that, which never work. Yeah, so she tries to get this guy to 
get bombed and it doesn't work. Yeah. And she ends up just throwing the loot into the, the river. <laughs> yeah. Like if they can't have it, no one will. So yeah. she throws it away. Yeah. Minus the crystals, which she still yeah, has in those her Those are in her pouch. Yeah. So she's got those. So my favorite part of this fight scene uh-huh. was when they like the kid, the Vi, Vi and uh, uh, Clagor and Milo beat yeah. the kids up uh, and Deckard pulls a knife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then and Vi just gets right in his face. Yeah. And she's just Let's like, just try it. You want to see how that ends? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I also think it wasn't like, I think Clagor didn't really get going at first. Like he was fighting, but then he was just like, OK, it's serious now. And then he yeah. started to lay the fucking smack down on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was Clagor. Is a, he's a big kid. Yeah. yeah, and he, yeah. Uh, you know, he's got the power to just beat everybody. Exactly. <laughs> they regroup. At Vander's bar. Yep. And they're like, where's the loot? She's like, I lost it. It's in the river. And they're all like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Milo is very not impressed about yeah. that. Calls uh, calls Powder uh, Jinx. Because she always, everything goes wrong when Powder comes yeah. along. She's younger than all the other. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. How old is she supposed to be? Like yeah. She's 10 or yeah, something like that. Know. And the other people are all like, what? Like 13, 14 or something like that? Yeah. So she's smaller and younger. So. Yeah, and so this whole, as soon as he calls her a jinx, I'm like, oh, ah, okay. But you don't know because you don't play the game. Okay, she's going to turn into someone called jinx? That's that's the big implication there. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just like, whatever. <laughs> she's a jinx. They fucked up. Sure, yeah. why not? Like, I literally don't know a single character in the game. So yeah. you could be lying to me. I don't know. <laughs> so this is... Uh, the uh, we get to learn a little bit more about Vander in this episode as well. There is some dealings going on in his bar with some some thugs and some other oh, thugs. That's right. And uh, you get to learn how what kind of a man Vander yeah. is in this instance. So he's kind of like the the unofficial boss of uh, Zwan Zon. Yeah. And these guys are trying to screw over this vendor guy. Yeah. And he just is like, hey, why don't you just pay him what you owe him? Like, there'll be no trouble if you just pay him what you owe him. And they're like, oh, we were just negotiating. You know, it's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of like the 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 scoundrel with the heart of gold, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that was a funny scene anyways. Yeah. Um, and uh, J.B. Blanc does a phenomenal, phenomenal voice acting of him. Yeah, like just yeah. I thought everybody was. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The voice acting in this is phenomenal, especially like the old, like decrepit woman cop with her like fifty packs a day voice. No, her, she's amazing. Yeah, she sounds crazy. Yeah. You know this crossed the line upstairs. Was anyone hurt? A building was blown to bits. What do you think? Those who did this will be dealt with. That workshop belonged to the Kermans. You know what kind of stuff they had in there? Makes this place look like a candy shop. The council needs someone to make an example of. People need to feel safe. Yeah, topside people. We had a deal, Panda. You keep your people off my street, and I stay out of your business. Give me a name. We'll do things quiet. No one will know you were involved. And I will say as as well, the soundtrack in this uh, show is quite good. The only thing is like the intro music really just I was like, (laughs) the Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I just was like, that didn't really do it for me too much. So I I just was like, really, Imagine Dragons is the soundtrack? (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, whatever. Imagine Dragons. I skip it every time except the I mean, first episode. Yeah. I watch it the first time just to see and then I skip it every other time. So Yeah, it's yeah. uh it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh and then we learn a little bit we learn about Silco, who is the the big crime boss down there. He's missing an eye. Well, well yes. he, he has he has an eye, but it's kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. And he's doing experiments down there in Zon and has created this stuff called Shimmer. Yes. And this shimmer turns you into a mutant hyper beast. Yes. Which uh, destroys. He tests it on a rat at the very end there. Yeah. And uh, uh, the rat just, they put a cat in the cage with the rat and the rat just destroys the cat. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, they're, they're talking about who they're going to use as their human trial. And yeah. Silco's like, I think we have a, a, a volunteer. Yes. <laughs> Is that... In this episode, is what's his name down there? Deckard. Like, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There? He's down there, okay. and he's uh, kind of like, "What? <laughs> You're gonna do uh, yeah. what to me?" <laughs> uh, and that's really the end of that episode. The next episode, we find out that the people trying to get into the back into their home is Jace Dallas, and some of you people know who that is. Plus, uh, Caitlin yes. is with him. Okay, so um, and those, some of you those, people know who those that is must as well. be characters in the game then. Yeah, I didn't realize this was the voice of the guy from True Blood until yeah. I looked at the listing and then I was like, because that guy was like, in this show, the characters all look good. But this character, I was like, why is this guy the most handsome character in the show? <laughs> like, why is he like, I'm like, obviously, this guy's a big deal in the show. Yeah. Because he's ridiculously handsome in the show. Yeah. So. <laughs> he is a big deal for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was doing illegal magic testing, basically. Yeah. So magic essentially has been lost and banished because it leads to bad things. Yeah. And uh, Piltover has, you know, taken the forefront, just banished all magic whatsoever. But yeah. when Jace was younger, him and his mother were saved by a uh, someone. Uh, yeah. Some guy who uses magic. I yeah. think I know who it is, but <laughs> they never really say who it is. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> Those are spoilers, even though you don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, he's been doing illegal magic experiments. The explosion, the cops come in are like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And they're confiscating all his research and materials and everything yeah. like that. So he has to go like to the. University. University. University like, Council. Be like, you know, yeah. hell, what's going the on here? Academy. So what what's the name of the little. Uh, Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger. I, this guy, (laughs) I was just like, what is happening all of a sudden here? So is this, they're like, is this, is this in League of Legends? Are these like the Ewoks? Are these like the Ewoks? I guess you could say. We can sell a stuffed. I mean, you saw the Yordle uh, brothel worker in the first episode. I must have missed that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you did. (laughs) I must have missed that. I'm going to go. Yeah, she's sitting there having like her long cigarette. I'm going to go back and look for that, I think. I got to see what that is all about. But like, (laughs) I was just like, okay, this was just put in here to sell like stuffed toys and stuff like that, man. (laughs) But I I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're in the game too, but I just was like, okay, this guy, I don't know, man. And he's just like trying to act like he's, you know, the boss, I guess, yeah, of the, right. and he's just like, well, you know, I'm just like, how could you take this guy seriously? <laughs> he's 300 years old. That's how. Yeah, but he sounds like he's, oh, man, I don't know. He sounds like Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> ah, I don't know. I'm a fan of this voice, but, you know, that's. Uh... Yeah, it just was like, OK, yeah, what's happening here? Imprisonment. 
What a curious principle. We can find the physical body, yet the mind is still free. I do love a good conundrum. I remember the first time I saw you at the Academy. You reminded me of myself, a scientist, ready to forge a new vector of experimentation. But sometimes, we venture too far. No great science should ever put lives in danger. Be honest now, what manner of inquiry was this? Professor Heimerdinger, I, I believe I've discovered something truly incredible. Yeah, the whole scene where Jace is being saved by his, with his mother, they're yeah. like in the mountains, like crawling yes, through the snow, snow for whatever reason. We don't really know why. No. But this guy comes walking out of the snow and he starts to use rune magic to teleport them off of the mountain. Yes. And it's really, it's super cool, yeah. the whole scene. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. He has to present his case to be why he shouldn't be, like, exiled from the university to the, the board or whatever. Yeah. And there's, like, all the board members. There was a whole scene before this where the one board woman, I don't know her name. She's obviously, like, got some machinations going on in the background. She's buying like a puzzle box from some guy and he's like, that one's, she chooses one. Like, I want this one. And they're like, that one's for a kid. She's like, that's fine. But then she gives it to her board member compatriot and implies that it's yeah, like he's the chair. He's like, it's like a difficult puzzle. And if you can solve this, you're like a genius. So she's like buttering him up or whatever. Oh, yes. Hard buttering him. Um, so Heimerdinger had said to Jace, just like, don't say anything about magic. You'll be fine. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. And that's the way it was going. He was going to be fine, more or less. But he had to be like, no, magic. I figured it out. I figured it out. So they're like, well, you're fucked now. You have yeah. to be kicked out. Because um, he just wouldn't sh shut his fucking ass up. <laughs> he sure wouldn't. He got kicked out. But he wasn't banned from the city. He was... Uh, he had a benefactor to help him get into the yes. university. Or, and... Uh, they after this, they essentially disowned him and he went back with his mother. Oh, and that was right. his his lesser punishment rather than being completely removed from the city. So the the benefactor's young daughter, I have to assume she's going to play a part in the future stuff because why else have her? Yeah, involved she's in the show? Caitlin is one of Jace's best friends in this uh, in the series. Yeah. So, oh, that's the same girl from the start. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Uh Jace is at his lowest. He's like, you know what? I'm going to eat myself off the cliff here. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. And. But then uh, Victor, Victor, who is Heimerdinger's research assistant, comes in. It's like, hey, you've got potential with the magic. Let's just go behind Heimerdinger's back and work on your <laughs> magic here. That sounds like good. Yes. So at this part, I was still like, you know, what's going on? Like, I know that Vi has no family or parents are dead or whatever. But the way they implied it in this scene, I don't know if it was just me. I was like, are Victor and Vi like long separated twins or something like that? <laughs> we learned that uh, Victor also came from Zahn and he worked his way up, became yeah. the Academy and uh, became Heimerdinger's so, assistant. So I don't know. Don't don't tell me. I don't want to know. But that's when I was watching the scene, I was like, oh, is this like Victor Vi? Like what's going on here? So. We'll see if that comes to anything later. I mean, everybody knows already. Everyone in the fucking world's watched this except me, so <laughs> yeah. whatever. But yeah, when I saw that scene, I was like, huh, interesting. So I don't know if I just read into it or whatever. But uh, yeah, Jace is like, all right, let's go fucking steal my research back and uh, get my <laughs> stuff and let's work on some magic. Yeah. Let's do it. 
Because they're trying to synthesize magic, right? Yeah, they're trying to harness magic and make it safe for everyone to use. Use it as a, as, I, don't, I don't know, some kind of yeah. safe, stable thing that can be used to help uh, the city progress. Yes. And, and Piltover is the city of progression. Yes, exactly. So they end up breaking in and they, uh, Counselor Victor's got Heimerdinger's keys. He's like, oh, yeah. let's just go get it. Yeah. And so... They're like getting into the lock and then the flashlight shows on them and it's Mel, who yeah. is the the counselor. Who gave Why did the... they make her so sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Then she's like, well, I didn't see you then. And yeah. Because because she kind of wants to see where this she's goes. She's kind of like got pulling the strings all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah. She's hard pulling strings. Yeah. So she kind of want to see where sees where this goes. So they start experimenting yeah. and seeing if they can stabilize this this nugget and it's kind of magic. like some star trek bullshit where it's like oh just up the neutrinos and all this like baloney bullcrap that yeah. means nothing to like we have to stabilize this and that and the other thing and it's kind of like just gobbledygook yeah. bullcrap it's just like he's just like more power yeah and that's how they do it so they're in the academy getting this thing together and in the morning heimerdinger's coming down the hall and he's like what's going on yeah they're trying to break into the thing and then all of a sudden the uh the crystal stabilizes and then just removes gravity in the entire room <laughs> they're just floating they're around just floating doing around. the backstroke and shit like yeah. that there's a gear, big gear that goes through it and it shrinks itself down. Yeah. It would look very cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. It was super cool. Um, wh- there was also an energy explosion out of the window, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. There? Huge yeah, yeah, energy yeah. explosion. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I think Heimerdinger got alerted to it was the explosion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, and now, but Heimerdinger's there. He's like, arrest everybody. Stop floating. Stop it. Yeah. You stop that. <laughs> you yeah. stop that. But now uh, uh, Mel's like, we need to present this to council now because this is a stable element. Yes. It's good to go. Yeah. So they say. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing bad will come of this. Nothing. Nothing bad. And then. uh, And then. uh, Yeah. At the end of this episode, Silco uh, manipulates Deckard into taking the shimmer to make himself a beastie boy. Yeah. And he gets totally roided up. Also, Vi has decided. I'm going to I'm going to say it was me. I yeah. I did this. I'll turn myself in. Everyone else will be safe. Yeah. I'll take the fall. Yeah, so there's a whole a whole lot of the uh like the the enforcers and the people of Zon don't interact any really because of Vander's uh deal with He's the, like the go between. He, yeah, he's like the go between. He's made a deal with the enforcers that nobody everyone leaves each other alone. Yeah. But because Vi and Powder and uh, Claygore uh, and, and Milo got up, went up there and stole yeah. some stuff and caused a huge explosion. They're like, we need a scapegoat. Yeah. This cannot stand. You have to give us somebody. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not giving anybody up. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's basically it for that episode. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the heck the uh, guard captain's name is. Yeah, I'm not sure what her name is. I mean, it doesn't matter after this next episode, I don't think. I mean, no, it doesn't, but <laughs> it's not a She had a, the raspy voiced woman. Yeah. I don't even know. Actually, we forgot too. Like episode one was called Welcome to the Playground. And yeah. then episode two is called Some Mysteries Are Better Left Unsolved. I don't know what mystery they're talking about. The mystery of who blew up the building in Piltover, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, maybe it's the mystery of magic. That's probably <laughs> yeah, what it is. That's actually. probably what it is. Uh, but there's been a lot of uh the enforcers coming down investigating, yeah. questioning people and stuff like that. And uh Oh, Grayson, that's her name. Oh, Grayson. 
Grayson gives Vander a, a like message tube, and it's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. where do you have message tubes that go to the city? Yeah, I guess and so. uh, he, uh, she says, if you have any information or you need to talk to me, here, yeah. do it first. Exactly. But then Vi steals that tube and sends it so that Grayson will come down and, and arrest her, so that the, it just ends. Oh yeah. But uh, at that time, Vander finds her first. She's just like waiting in the in the shop. Yeah, that's at the start of episode three. No, that's at the end of episode two. It is? Yeah, Vander finds her. I thought it ended with her being like, wait, the door was going to open with. Yeah, yeah. But you don't see who comes You don't through. see who it is. No. Yeah, yeah. But you, okay. it is Vander. But at the start of episode three. Yeah, at the start of see. episode three. So okay. there's a little bit of a, you know, a little okay. bit of a cliffhanger, exactly. as it were. <laughs> so episode three, the base violence necessary for change. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little violence in this there's one. There's a little violence in this one. In this one, we find the. Uh, that Vander and Silco were actually friends. Yeah. Were friends. And Vander tried to kill Silco. Which we don't know why. Like, Silco implies that you betrayed me. Mm-hmm. Like, we were pals. And all, I don't know why you tried to kill me. But, like, what was Silco doing? Like, we don't know. Was Vander right in doing it? Or was Vander wrong in doing it? Yeah. We don't actually know. We just know that he did it. Yeah. So... Um, but we learned that, uh, that's, oh, is that how, uh, yeah, something happened to Silco's eye and that it's when Vander's trying to drown Silco yeah. in the river or the, the water. Yeah. But Vander gets caught and isn't this when they send, what's his name? Deckard? Yeah. Well, he's all beefed up. Yeah. So he kills the cop. The yeah. The, the police Grayson. are coming cause, and, uh, uh, Vander's trying just says no Vi you're going in this room and you're getting locked in and yep. I'm going to be the scapegoat yeah and uh, Deckard actually shows up and just starts killing everybody around there yeah he's all roided up yeah and Vi's just watching helplessly from the window yeah and when uh, I can't remember what the the store owner's name is where she is but he just gets wrecked and blood mm, yeah. just goes splattering all over the window that Vi's looking through well wasn't that powder that was looking through the window no it was vi it was vi yeah powder okay. wasn't even there okay powder and milo and uh De- or not clagor clagor uh, are back at the home base getting ready for a war right because they feel like a war is coming now with all the enforcers coming down and so like that. grayson gets killed yeah grayson gets killed which is unfortunate because i like that character <laughs> yeah deckard gets kidnaps captures oh his name was benzo that was the name oh, of the yeah, shop. Oh, Benzo. Benzo. yeah, Benzo. Because I remember I was like, damn, like, Benzos. are we talking about barbiturates here? Like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, and Z- Vander gets ki- kidnapped. Yeah. And taken to Silco. And I don't know what, Silco just wanted to kill him, I guess? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely or, sure. Or no, he wanted to talk to him about the city or whatever. No, I think he wanted to kill him as well, because at the end he was like, uh... Uh, Vander and his children were never seen from again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also that we forgot to mention that Silco is uh, the, uh, I don't remember the other cop's name. Grayson's partner is like on the take or Marcus. something like that. Yeah. Marcus. Cause he's paying him off or whatever. So, yeah. Um, so he's got kidnapped and the kids all decide like we got to rescue him. Yeah. And they're like, let's go. And Powder's like, yeah, I'll help too. And they're like, no, you're no, staying here. You, you, stay. you stay here. We're going to take care of business. Yeah. So she's like sad because she got left behind. Yeah. And they go 
over there to get her back. And they get in there way too easy. Obviously trapped because they can just like walk in basically. Yeah. To get to. We came in through an open window. Yeah. Oh, very convenient. Yeah. So they're in there. There's nobody else in there except for Vander. And they start rescuing him. Yes. But then Silco comes around. He's like. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Milo has to like lock pick him to get him out, and yeah. uh, uh, Vi puts on Vander's like punching gloves. Yeah, so just she can full punch metal punching gloves, ex- extra hard. They're just, they're just like uh, gauntlets, but also uh, brass knuckles. Yeah, with huge metal plates. Exactly. On them. And she's just punching the shit out of these guys. Oh yeah, it's great. Like the first first scene where she punched, she punches Deckard. Uh, just gives him the old slow mo uppercut. Yeah, man, it looks good. Like on this little walk, catwalk yeah. thing, just yeah. booing beans him. Exactly. <laughs> and he just goes, "I'm like, holy crap!" Yeah, and then uh, at the well, we should say, I'll I'll say that in the previous episode, they uh, oh no, it well, maybe it was this episode. No, previous episode, Vi has like this arcade boxing machine. Oh yeah, where she's like practices boxing yeah. against it. So she's like really good. Yeah, and then uh, there's also like- a little shooting range where powder's really good at that yeah shooting yes yes it's like uh sort of like carnival games kind yeah, of yeah yeah so it's yeah. not like out of nowhere for these characters to be like good at this stuff oh yeah for sure powder is like at home pouting like i could help i could do this this time my <laughs> little robots are gonna help for sure so she's yeah. like oh right i have these crystals oh yeah i remember they blew the fuck up with that building <laughs> i know i'll put them in my little robots yeah that sounds like a good idea so in in the uh, in Silco's hideout, Vi's just like pummeling all the thugs. Yeah, like she's got she's taking hits, you know, here and there. She's keeping up. Yeah, but eventually, you know, you know, she's gonna get overwhelmed and exactly. down. And meanwhile, Powder's on her way there and sneaks up into a window that's uh, uh, adjacent to the catwalk. Yeah. And gets her little monkey bomb in there with a crystal in the middle and it just starts going. Yeah. And this scene is actually so cool as well because the monkey is one of those ones that's got the symbols. Yeah. And it smashes on the crystal so yeah. to re- release the energy. Yeah. And it just keeps doing the crystal and more explosions and bigger explosions and more energy gets released. And it's just slow-mo, just zoom in on the monkey hitting the crystal bang and then well i think it wasn't more than one explosion i think it was one explosion but they just showed it like four times from four different views so it'd be like explosion show what happened to vi explosion show what happened to Clegor. explosion show what happened to like silco but it's uh it's slow-mo it's uh because it claps and then claps and then it stops clapping and then the yeah. Crank takes over once again and claps again and then the explosion happens. Well, that it's like gaining energy to the yeah. last one, but yeah. all like there was only one explosion, I think. Yeah, but there was a, a large release of energy, yeah. which did shake the building, but yeah. the only one super explosion. But it showed it like how it happened to each. It, it reminded me of other like it was very well directed. Oh, yeah, because it reminded me of like other movies. I can't think of any off the top of my head where it would show like the same event repeated but from different characters perspectives yeah so it was very good that way yeah uh it was a big explosion it was a big explosion few people died yes we lose uh milo and Clegor just are instantly marked i was sad about Clegor. milo yeah <laughs> but Clegor, i was like oh shit he's dead oh yeah that just sucks. gets murked so that sucks vander rest in peace well Why? vander vander's still alive yeah. he actually they he actually manages to get out 
and get up because he's the only one up at this time. Like right. he, he looks over, he sees that Claygore and uh, Milo oh. are dead. He sees that uh, Vi is trapped. trapped underneath yeah. the thing and he picks up his brass, uh, brass knuckles and he just goes at uh, Deckard. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a pretty good fight scene too. But, you know, in the end, Deckard is... Uh, well, he's he's too strong for him at this at this point. And yeah. then Silco comes up. They have a little chat about huh, gotcha. Yeah. And then Silco stabs him and tosses him off the yeah. uh, the balcony. And down below, this is Silco's warehouse. He's preparing for a war, so he's making this shimmer stuff like crazy to try and like yes. boost everybody up and go and invade Piltover. Well, this explosion just wrecks the entire place. Yeah. And then eventually Silco dump when he's done stabbing him, dumps him down into the into And the he just pit. lands um, in the shimmer, shimmer yeah. the shimmer pool. <laughs> so he gets all shimmered up. Yep. And uh comes back and uh kills Deckard. Yeah. Just destroys him. <laughs> like not even not even just a little challenge. Just picks him up. Puts him against the wall, snaps his neck, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. <laughs> then he gets, uh, it picks up Vi, makes sure Vi gets out of there. He turns, Silco's like walking down the catwalk and he's just like, Silco. Yeah. But he's like, nope, we got to get Vi out of there. Yeah. And so they managed, he manages to get Vi out. Before he croaks. Yeah. After he croaks, Powder runs up and she's all like, I helped. <laughs> I did it. It was me. I blew it up. I helped everybody. And Vi's like, you've. You killed everybody. You did this. You killed everybody. You're a jinx. Yeah. Uh, you know, gets all upsetty spaghetti with her. Yeah. Um, this uh, this voice acting from the the voice actress of who does powder is unbelievable. Yeah, it was point. good. It's so yeah. She's just crazy. Like, she's just like losing her mind. Yeah, like because she know. doesn't want because Vi doesn't want powder to be around anymore because she's such a jinx. Well, I mean, she says that in the heat of the moment, but yeah. like immediately she regrets it and oh, is yeah. going to go back. But. Yeah. Uh, Silco has come over and been like, "Hey, you need a new friend? I'll be your new friend. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get, we'll show them all." Powder just latches onto him. Like v- uh, Vi is like, "Let me go back there," but she gets grabbed by uh, Marcus. Marcus and is like, "No, no, no! This is not the time. You go out there, you're dead." <laughs> she doesn't go back to get powder. No, from Silco. Yeah. monkey bomb finally worked you did this why why did you do this I I didn't I was saving you I only wanted to help I only wanted to help I only wanted to help my own. I told you to stay away. I told you to stay away. No. Why did you leave me? Because you're a jinx. Do you hear me? Milo was right. No. 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 No.
And that was the end of episode three. How many yes. episodes are in this? Twelve there episodes? Are so there's nine episodes. Nine episodes, because we're going to do uh, three, three per, episode. per episode. So you did a, I think you did earlier, I have a little listing of all the animes I've watched and sort of where I've ranked them in the anime listing. Yeah. Mikey T did a mark on there as a guess, I think, of where <laughs> I was going to put this on the listing. Yes. Um, before I tell you my thought about what I liked about it, like obviously you you enjoyed this show. Oh, I absolutely love this show. I had a hard time not binging the rest of the series at the end of episode three. I was like, oh, I'll just watch the rest of <laughs> yeah, it, whatever, yeah. and then I'll watch it again. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's watched it before, and obviously he recommended it as the first one to do for this sort of. He was like, I want to rewatch it. This is the perfect chance <laughs> yeah. for me to rewatch it. So let's yeah, uh, let's do it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. At first, like I said, when it started up, I was like, oh, it's CGI. Oh, man. Like, I was expecting like a cartoon, like actual anime. So yeah. I just was like, oh, damn, this sucks. <laughs> but like immediately, the it's just the production value, the writing, the directing, everything is so good that it's just like, okay. That's fine. It doesn't yeah. matter that it's not yeah. like traditionally animated or whatever. Not that anything's traditionally animated anymore, but... Um, everything goes together so well. You totally don't need to know League of Legends to watch this show. You hundred percent don't. Like, I mean, it makes it better. It, yeah. but uh, you don't need to know. It definitely would make it better, but it's also like it makes it better this way too. Because like, whereas like now I know like because of what you said, like she's Powder's going to be a character called Jinx, but like if I wouldn't have known that or whatever, it would have been like, Oh, okay. This is like the evolution of the character or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But as you say, being like, Oh, they call her jinx. Like I, I get it. I get it. She's <laughs> yeah. going to be jinx. Uh, I could see where that would be like a cool thing for you too, yeah. as well as like, you know, a league of legends enjoyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even like every, anytime one of the characters would show up, I'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I literally know nothing about league of legends. Yeah. I've never played one millisecond of it i've watched a little bit of it but mm -hmm. that was not like i was watching league of legends it's like oh my friend is playing league of legends i'll watch that stream you know <laughs> yeah but yeah i i was great i liked it a lot i watched i think i watched all three episodes just in a row yeah i think i did i don't remember i was going to re-watch them again to yeah, i think i think you did too revamp them mm -hmm. or not revamp them but like sort of keep them fresh in my memory but yeah. like this last week with me working outside and everything, I was just like so cold and tired after work. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to sleep. So, but yeah, everything like there's no point where I was like, who is this? Like everyone's design is so like, like clear. Yeah. There's no one that's like, oh, that guy looks like this guy. Like I'm confusing them. It's like, oh yeah, I know that's her. I know that's him. Yeah. Like. Claygore's got the goggles, you know, like Milo's got the eyebrows. <laughs> like, yeah. I know everything that's going on. Yeah. Right? And there was no point where they're like, when they are flashing back to a thing that's previously happened, like when they showed like episode two, they show Jace's view of what happened in the robbery. Yeah. And you instantly know like, oh, yeah, OK, this is the robbery. There's yeah. no like, you know, what's happening. Like, even when they're just walking down the hallway before we knew what was going on, I'm like, yeah. oh, this has got to be a flashback to what oh, happened, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So it's so great. And the voice acting is good. Like, there's no besides Heimerdinger where I just was like, okay, <laughs> they got the Ewok here. 
everyone's voice is not that Heimerdinger was bad. I think it's just more like this character was like designed to sell merchandise. He's well, like the cute furry guy. Like <laughs> I I don't know. That's just the way when I know I, when he comes on the screen. That's the first thing I think is just like, OK, they want to sell a million stuffed yeah. animals here. So yeah. that's why this guy's here. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. Well, it it could be a little bit true, but it's also... uh, I mean, he might be an existing character. I don't know. But as soon as I saw that, I was just like, okay, all right. Um, But yeah, like everything, the art direction, like everything, like when you see, you know, a scene, you always can tell, oh, the kids are in their little little room at the the bar. You know that they're in the academy. You know that they're like wherever, you know? There's mm-hmm, no like, mm-hmm. what, where is this taking place? Like, you know, they're in Silco's base, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, each place is very unique. Yeah. And to, it's just like it consistently, is. you know, there's no like, and they don't cheap out on anything either. No. Like, everything nothing, is, nothing is, uh, you can tell they spent 80 million pounds <laughs> or euros or whatever on this <laughs> yeah. series. Yeah, you can tell that the time, the six years was well spent yeah. to make this uh, show. Exactly. So so that's the thing, though. Like, I'm assuming that this quality continues through the series. But, like, you have to think, like, is season two of this show going to be as good as this series? Because that's, I find... I, yeah, I know. That's going to be tough. I, I find that in every series. Like, you'll come out the first season. It will be like, holy fuck. That was incredible. Season two... <laughs> It's like, well, it's not as good, but that's because it took six years from when they wrote season one to production to get it going. And then it's like, oh, we got a hit. Well, you have six months to write the whole next season. Get (laughs) cracking. Yeah. And it's like, well, we took like fucking six years to refine it to get to season one. Yeah. It's like, well, season two is just not going to hold up. Right. But League of Legends has been around for 10 years now, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like things they can draw on to make a story. I think it's been around for longer than that. So, well, whatever it is anyways. Well, even because I I feel like uh, the second season of Arcane is going to continue on with uh, some of the characters that you meet in the first season. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of, there are a lot of characters from these two places that could be added. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot. Well, I saw an article today that I didn't read because I didn't care about it, but it was like about how Riot Games wants the League of Legends to be like the Marvel universe where they've got like the Runeterra bullshit and they got the League of Legends bullshit Mm -hmm. and they've got like, I don't know, teamfight tactics or whatever. Yeah. And they're all like, you know, they want to have it all together. So like, you know, you're not just a League of Legends fan. You're like, I'm a Riot fan and like, give me Valorant and all this shit's tied together or whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to play any of their games. They <laughs> look like nothing I would enjoy ever. They aren't. But uh, if they're like, if there was like a Valorant show that was at this quality, I'd probably be interested in it. I don't. I don't know if I would just because I don't know the history of Valorant. Yeah, or but the, I don't any know the, characters the history of Valorant or League of Legends or any of that shit. And I enjoyed this. Yes, but I forced you to watch it. Well, okay, that's fine, but you didn't force me to like it. No, I definitely didn't because it's a, it's but, a show that stands on its own without the League of Legends. But that's license. what I'm saying. If they're throwing this much money to work on this thing, anything that would come from them now in this like extended universe, I would be like, I'll try that. Yeah, I know that this was good. So if it was like, here's the Valorant like show. Yeah, I'd be like, I'll try that. You know? Yeah. 
I don't know. I literally know jack shit about <laughs> Valorant. Like literally nothing about yeah, Valorant. Yeah, me neither. So I think uh, I think season two of this is going to tell us whether more, uh, you know, riot based videos, oh, movies it, and stuff I, is going to is going to be. They're already in. I guarantee you they're already in the works. I mean, they have to be. <laughs> they have to be. I mean, I would watch, I would definitely watch about different League of Legends characters, like watch a bunch of, a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Like there's, uh, like Ash and Trindamir and, uh, you know. Make up three names and I'll agree with them. Yeah, yeah. Mordekaiser, you know, <laughs> yes, all these guys. Yeah, Mordekaiser, that could be real, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there's the wealth pool of yeah. characters they can pull from just these two cities yeah. is large. The other so. thing I like, kind of liked about this is there's no like cudgel of Xanthor in this. A lot of this like fantasy, like whatever, will be like they have a bunch of words and you need the fucking like index at the end to yeah. read to be like, what? Yeah. Don't tell me like, what does that mean? Like, don't make up a word and then be like, oh, well, they just know what it is. There's none of that shit in yeah. here. Even yeah. with like the magic they're working on. It's like, well, it's we're calling it Hextech. It's not like they just come out and say yeah, like it's not arcane, it's Hextech. They have they tell you in the show. Yeah. You're not you don't you have literally don't need any knowledge no. of League of Legends I mean, to watch the show. There are a little uh a lot of sprinkles of uh Oh yeah, I'm Easter sure eggs if you see it, there. you'll be yeah. like, Oh yeah, okay. But they're not like, Oh man, we went A Ram here. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you, like you see some of the lane creeps uh, in cages and stuff like that in the, yeah. in the first episode. Oh, well, that's you see as I'm stuff. watching it, I'm like, I'm sure that's something yeah. that's oh, yeah, like for sure. you fight that shit in League of Legends. <laughs> but like, it, I'm sure as you're watching, you're just like, yes, yes, that's the guy. Oh yeah, those are the things. I yep. know what it is. Oh yeah, I was and like that. For I don't, sure. I don't know what they are, but I, I know that that's the least I know about League of Legends <laughs> is about like you fight real people as well as like leveling up by fighting like a goblin or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I saw that in the uh, in the show too. So, yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm not gonna rate it against the other anime though, because it's not an anime. It's not an anime. No. It's a weird one for us to start our anime podcast. It on. is a weird one, but I it's yeah. But it is what it is. It's something that you would normally have not watched or That's true. given a thought to watching. So we're gonna continue. We're gonna do the whole series. We're gonna do three episodes per show. So next episode of Weebus Plebus will be four, five, and six, which we'll record in couple weeks time i think we're doing it bi-weekly yeah bi-weekly because it's uh it's a lot there's a lot of, yeah you know life yeah, other yeah. stuff to do exactly so yeah i'm excited to see the next f- three episodes i'll probably i don't know it's a lot to rewatch these three and then the next three as well yeah. but uh i mean i i remembered these ones very well I, they're very memorable and so are yeah. the next six so. some of the um, animes we've watched when i was like i fucking hated like devil man 009 or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> and trying to remember that show it was just like i could not get engaged <laughs> with this show I'm, i i who the fuck knows what's going on with this one thankfully when we did that one on the uh, stream void podcast Nine Arsons was here and he watched it that night beforehand. So yeah. you guys sort of carried it and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that part. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I've watched that series three times already. Holy shit, dude. It's just, it's just good. <laughs> it's just good. <laughs> so if anyone has a suggestion of something to watch for when we're done, Arcane, let us know. You can add us on Twitter at Weebus Plebus. We have our Discord as well. You can join that. Talk to us on there. We also have our own other podcast, Streamboy Podcast. 
check us out there. Uh, and the Patreon. Thanks to the patrons. Yeah. Without you guys, this show wouldn't exist. Exactly. Yes. Uh, make sure you check out the links down below yep. and uh, follow those things. Get in there. You can uh, interact with us whenever you like. Yep. And uh, we're definitely taking recommendations for things to watch. I wouldn't mind revisiting some of the ones we've done. Yeah. In the past, too. But uh, yeah, yeah. Revisit it with your more anime like eyes. Exactly. My anime <laughs> eyes, they're just yeah. going crazy. That oh, makes yeah. them sound like my eyes are really big. <laughs> Forgot anime eyes. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this first episode, official episode of the Weavis Plus podcast. Uh, make sure you get us out there. Make sure you share us with a friend. Make sure That's you leave one. us a rating mm-hmm. and a review and tell us what you thought. Please do. Yeah. Even if you loved it or hated it, whatever. Just it's Whenever I hear someone be like, They'll be like, oh, I, I listened to your podcast. They'll be like, what? Why didn't you tell me before? Like, why are you telling me now? Like, let me know, man. It's it's great to hear that, you know, it's not just falling on deaf ears. I mean, yeah. I know it's not, but it's just so nice to hear that, like, any feedback, basically. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Do we well, have an outro for we this? We don't thing? have an outro for that. We're still thinking about our intros and outros. Uh, yeah. Whatever organically happens, I guess. Just fart on the microphone. Yeah, and yeah hit, probably hit something stop. like that. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, we will see you again in the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. I wake up to the sounds of the silence that allows For my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground I'm searching to behold the stories that I told When my back is to the world that was smiling when I turned